Today, we are taking walks in other people's shoes. Watch out for cracks. You keep saying you got something for me. Hello and welcome to Fadtabulous, a show where we review trends, fads, and crazes and give our verdicts. I am Duff. I'm Carrie. Hello, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. So you ready to talk about some shoes today? Well, you know, it, it's it's funny that you mentioned that, because I do have a thing for shoes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to have an addiction to shoes, and that sounds a little weird, so let me explain. Let me try to defend myself. I like a good deal, and I like a certain type of shoe. So whenever I go shopping, I see a good deal on a good pair of shoes, they look good, they're in my size, so I get them. And so I have a closet full of them. So you're a typical female. <laughs> yes, I guess you could say that. Where I, on the other hand, if I find a shoe I like, I wear it. And I'll typically wear it until it falls apart. I have a pair of Vans, which unfortunately we're not talking about today as a brand of shoe. But uh, I've had them for 10 years, something like that. And they've been good shoes, but the rubber dried out, started falling off. So now they've been relegated to grass cutting shoes. Wait, you've had these things for 10 years? I believe so. Wow. That's crazy. The only shoes I have that are that old are ones that are in my closet and never (laughs) been worn. Now, me personally, I am a fan of moccasins uh, they're called jungle mocks and they're by merrill shoes they are the most comfortable and easiest to maintain and i just i love them i've had like three pairs in a row and they are expensive unfortunately but they are well worth the cost i don't really have i mean yeah i like converse shoes and i have a pair that i've had for four or five years and i would love to have them in multitudes of colors but You've only got one pair of feet. Why have a million (laughs) pairs of shoes? So That makes sense. But the one type of shoe I've never had in any shape or form is a platform. Ah, yes. The good old platform. I am a tall female. So that kind of kills me when it comes to anything with a heel or anything that makes me taller because I already feel like I'm a freak. (laughs) I assure you, you're not. (laughs) Well, thank you. Platforms are typically shoes, boots, or sandals with an obvious thick sole, typically about one to four inches tall. They don't have to be shoes. They can also be high heels, but the heel would be raised significantly higher than the ball of the foot. That just doesn't even sound comfortable. Uh, No, I don't know how y'all women do it. (laughs) This y'all woman does it. (laughs) The first documented proof of platform was in ancient Greece with the thespians. That's right. They liked to thes. (laughs) Basically, how that went is the higher the platform worn, the more important the actor was. Well, it makes sense. You know, the higher the platform, the more people that can see you in the... Cheap seats or the nosebleeds. Yeah. The shoe later showed up in 16th century London, worn by high-born prostitutes. Hmm. That's a head-scratcher, isn't it? Yeah, it makes you wonder. How are they high-born and prostitutes? That's 
hey, I, I don't know. The more you know. Now, let's let's talk about the the shoe that we all know. The biggest and most infamous run for the shoe began in 1967, where it was featured in ads and articles in Seventeen magazine of all publications. I didn't think they were that big back then. Uh, Seventeen was quite popular. I mean, when I was a teenager in the 80s, that was still very popular, and I even had a subscription to it. Okay. Well, I had a subscription to like PC magazine. So like, I, 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 I would hope you wouldn't have 17 <laughs> magazines showing up unless you wanted the free perfume samples inside. I uh, no, I never subscribed to that. Now Vogue was a completely different story. Straka. <laughs> no, thank you. I will pass. Yes. 17 magazine. That's what we were talking about. The trend continued all throughout the 70s and actually into the 80s in certain parts of America. But uh, it made it worldwide. It was in Europe and Britain, and just everyone loved the platform. Uh, In the beginning, the shoe was typically worn by young women. But, of course, once the disco era started, even young men were wearing platform shoes. Everything goes with disco. (laughs) Apparently. What's the whole history behind the whole goldfish in the platform? Didn't Elton John do that? I don't know if Elton did it. I, or was I, it Kiss? Uh, it was some star. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, all I know is lots of famous people have worn these platforms in the past. Actress Marlene Dietrich, for example. Uh, the Spice Girls wore them and even started the trend back up again in the 90s. Mm. And you already mentioned Kiss and Elton John. Possibly my favorite singer-songwriter today in the female spectrum would have to be Lady Gaga, and she wore them too. Yeah, she wears them a lot because I think she's a short person. Carrie, would you like to hear some fun facts about platforms? I would. Did you know that in 1938, famed shoe designer Salvatore Ferragamo designed a platform shoe for the one and only Judy Garland and was a tribute to her role in The Wizard of Oz? Huh. What was it, a rainbow? It was actually a rainbow. It, ha- it was a rainbow platform sole. Mm, I bet that was a bit bright for the late 30s, early 40s. Yes. And in 18th century, the Europeans used the shoe with the platform sole to avoid the muck of urban streets. Uh, they didn't want to step in chamber pot discardings, <laughs> I am assuming. Who would really want to do that? Well, back then, I don't think you had much of a choice. I'll just stay in and watch Netflix. (laughs) In the 18th century? Sure. Okay. Ye ol' Netflix. Uh, You you had some vivid imagination (laughs) going there. So. Yes. Is it fad-tabulous? Well, I... I, uh, Me, personally, you never catch me dead in them. And if you did catch me in them, I probably would die, because my balance isn't... Too good to start off with. But anything that Lady Gaga and Elton John can wear, and I don't mean this like today, Captain and the Kid, Elton John. I'm talking about like Yellow Brick Road, Elton John. If he can pull it off and Lady Gaga, it's got to be fantabulous. I will agree. Yay! So from platforms to penny loafers. A little bit of a swing there in fashion taste. Oh, I'd say. The penny loafer is actually a type of shoe called a Ouijin. Don't know. Don't ask. A a weed? Don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Weejin? Weejin. Okay. That was launched by G.H. Bass of Wilton, Maine in 1936. I wonder if they're the makers of Bass Shoes, now owned by Reeboks. Could be. I don't know. Uh, it became very popular among prep school students who kept pennies in the saddle slot for payphone calls, which, back in the day, was typically about two cents. So I guess that's where the saying, I'll give you your two cents worth. Maybe. Huh. Maybe that just means, call me maybe? <laughs> Again, you're a little out of the wrong era there. Yeah, well, I like to jump around. I'm like Bill and Ted. Gotcha. And because you could put pennies in the shoe, that's where the name Penny Loafer originated. Uh, the history of the loafer goes back to 1926 when Raymond Lewis Wildsmith, that's an awesome name, yeah. was asked to create a country house shoe for the gentry and royalty of London, of course. Oh, joy. The shoe has come a long way from its original destiny of being a house shoe. It has been covered by every high fashion designer and has been paired with suits, shorts, jeans, and trousers. The only hard decision, socks or not. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I just can't do it. I can't not wear socks. It, it all really depends on the shoe. I just, oh, my feet get all sweaty and sticky and just, ah. <laughs> sandals, yes. Like, don't wear socks with sandals. Sorry, Dad, I know you're Indian and you like to do that, but it's not for me. Yeah, I don't understand why anybody, even with those, I guess they're made by Nike, where it's kind of like a flip-flop slipper thing. Yes, where it's just got the strap over the yeah, bridge of the foot. Yeah, and they wear socks. It's like, no, you need to make up your mind. You're either going to wear a shoe that is a shoe and wear socks, or you're going to wear that flip-flop thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if your toes are that jacked up, put on regular shoes. <laughs> But here's a fun fact. There are seven different kinds of loafers. There's the Wildsmith, which again, awesome name. Yes. Arland, Penny, Kilted, Gucci, Belgian, and Tasseled. Wow. I, 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 I got to do it. Well, I guess that's all we really have to say about that when it comes to Penny Loafers. I would agree. Okay. Um, fantabulous? Um, no. Yeah, I I had a pair as a young child, and I was rather amused by the fact that, hey, I could put a penny in there, and I could put a penny in there, but it really, like, I've never been a fan of them. I, I'm just, yeah, I'm going to agree with you now. No, not fantabulous. No, not when you have at least seven different kinds of loafer, much less it being a penny. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are going to go to a break. When we get back, we are going to be sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Are you listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast? Each and every week, Denver sports writer Clint Daly brings you a sarcastic look at the top stories in the world of sports. Whether it's baseball, basketball, football, or hockey, the Daily Dose brings a unique common sense outlook on the world of sports. And if you listen to the show every week, you will be entered into a contest to win tickets to some of the biggest sporting events in the world. Wait, wait, we don't, we don't actually do that. What? We don't, you don't get entered into win any tickets. Why? That's not. Why does that's that just, not happen? That's not what we do at the Daily Dose. Just that's not. What kind of show is this? 
it's a sport you said. It's a sports show. You said what it was. But you don't win anything. But you don't win anything for listening. You listen and what? you enjoy the show, but you don't, I don't understand. Just keep going. Each week on the Daily Dose, Clint interviews some of the biggest names in sports I, and entertainment. That's not that's not you made that part up. That's not what we had what? you read. We had you come in with the sexy voice and all, but then you're just you're adding stuff that the show isn't really and about. Who talks on the show? I do. I talk on the show. We talk you about have no guests. But sometimes we do, but that's it's not like we're going and getting LeBron James or uh, well, like Michael. Dr- a lot of people listen. There's a lot of people that like the show. You're. Are you Look, sure? We brought Are you, you sure? in. Do we know? We brought you in to do something very specific, and you're not doing what we asked you to do. Just read the. Just finish the read. Fine. Listen to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast wherever fine podcasts are hosted, and you can always find it on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. Was that so hard? Hey guys, it's TJ. I know you're enjoying the wonderful content the Rogue Intel Podcast Network provides you. We really couldn't do this without the support of you, our wonderful listeners. One of the best ways you can say thank you also happens to be one of the easiest ways. Just go to rogueintel.com slash Amazon and do your Amazon shopping as you normally would. It won't cost you anything and you'll be supporting your favorite podcast network. That's R-O-G-U-E-I-N-T-E-L dot com slash Amazon. We can't just quote Otis Redding without having a really good reason to do so. So uh, we're going to talk about our next item on the list. It's Docksiders. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting. Known as deck shoes and boat shoes, Docksiders are soft leather moccasin toed loafer style shoes. Wow, that was a mouthful. That typically have a white rubber sole. The most popular shoe was designed by Paul Sperry after noticing that his dog had no issue climbing up slippery, icy cliffs. That's a good dog right there. (laughs) He noticed tiny grooves in the dog's paws, so he decided to mimic this on a shoe. He further improved the traction by using a penknife to scrape up the bottom. And uh, that's, that's how they became Docksiders. It would make sense. It would help get more grip. Especially on a boat, you would need that. Yeah. The first of Sperry's shoes were introduced in 1935, but they had black soles that left black skin marks. And no one likes a skin mark. (laughs) Anybody that does laundry would totally agree. (laughs) Or cleans floors, because that's what I was talking about. We can tell right where my (laughs) mind went, can't you? Yes. This led to the soles being changed to white rubber, And uh, there it was written in the official preppy handbook that they would always be white. Yeah, the official preppy handbook I thought was something totally made up, but it's uh, it's actually a tongue-in-cheek humor reference guide on how to be a preppy person in the 80s. I'm kind of glad, skid marks aside, that they changed it from a black sole to a white, because Picturing Docksiders in my head with a black sole, they don't look right. <laughs> no, what would Matthew McConaughey wear? He would just look so weird and black. Mm-hmm. Bring on some fun facts, Carrie. In 1966, the shoe company Vans, my favorite shoe, one of them anyway, sold their first pair of boat shoes, which I did not know. No, I did not know that either. Uh, yeah, the they, they didn't look like traditional boat shoes, but... Um, that's what they were called. Hmm. Here's here's one for you. Docksiders have become so popular that there are even novelty models like the Jaws Docksider. Like the 
you know, Jaws, like the the shark, you know, like the right. movie. Yeah, I'm just trying to picture it. Like we're going to need a bigger shoe. <laughs> Mine are big enough, thank you. <laughs> well, you know what that means? If you got a big shoe... That only works for men. I don't even think it works for men. <laughs> for a woman, and when you're tall and you have a big foot, and you try and go shoe shopping, they always display, like these real, the small ones, like a size five or six, you know, petite little person shoe. And they look so cute. And then you find the one that's your size and you look at it, look at it and it's like a pontoon. It's like, how did something so cute turn into something that looks like a clown shoe now? Yeah. It's not fair, I tell you. And on the other side of the spectrum, my mother has such small feet that she often will buy children shoes. Wow. Like, I've seen her walk around with the, the shoes with the LED lights in them. Oh, I'd love a pair. I know you would. And I'd love a pair of Heelys. Oh. Heelys, all right, for those who don't know what Heelys are, they're essentially, uh, they look like skater shoes, but they have a a ball-bearing rolling wheel on the bottom of it. And that's just an appetite for disaster right there. Uh, Especially for me, because I'm clumsy, as is. And getting older, I'd fall down, break a hip or something. It wouldn't be pretty. But I have wanted a pair of those (laughs) since they came out. And it's like, oh, why do I have to have such big feet? Yeah. Well, you've told us how you feel about Heelys. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel about Docksiders. I I would say they're fantabulous, if for no other reason than I actually owned a pair. <laughs> so they have to be fantabulous. Okay. Well, I will agree that they are fantabulous. I don't say that because I've ever owned a pair, but I do think they are nice, casual shoes. They're like the one shoe you probably could get away with just slipping them on your feet without socks. But I still wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> I'm a sock guy. Nothing wrong with that. Till you're older and wearing sandals, then there'll be a problem. Well, docksiders are worn when you just want to chill. What do you wear when you're wanting to race a horse around? Not saddle shoes. Just because it says saddle doesn't mean you wore them when you rode a horse. Well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, a saddle shoe is a low-heeled casual Oxford shoe. It's typically with a plain toe and a distinctive saddle-shaped decorative panel placed midfoot. Okay, so it, it's all right. So it's more like okay, <laughs> liking it less and less. Uh-oh. The shoes are usually constructed of leather and are most frequently white with a black saddle. Although any color combination is possible. Saddle shoes can be worn either by males or females, ranging in a variety of styles from ultra-high platforms to golf cleats. The saddle shoe was created by A.G. Spotting and introduced in 1906. It was initially designed for indoor sports. They were quickly adopted by the thousands and gained tremendous support among the youth both on and off the court as well as among the older golf playing set. Okay. When the jitterbug and the lindy hops spread in the U.S., dancers often sported saddle shoes. The highest popularity for the shoe was from the 1920s to the 1950s. Hmm. Now. Yes. From someone who loves poodle skirts, and if you don't know what a poodle skirt is, go back and listen to episode six. 
because I tell you what a poodle skirt is and why I love it. But someone who's fascinated with that era of clothing and shoes, I always wanted a pair of saddle shoes. Well, when I was nine or ten, talked my mother into finally getting me a pair of saddle shoes. The worst thing I ever did in my entire life. <laughs> really? Those shoes hurt so bad. The way that they're cut, they're stiff leather. And the way that they're cut to go around your ankle, unless you have like the perfect foot for the shoe, that when you step down, that leather rides up and it chafes your ankle. Oh. And I don't care how cute they were. Oh, my goodness, they hurt. Okay. They hurt so bad. Now, speaking of some people with apparently the perfect foot that have worn saddle shoes, Elvis Presley wore them in 1957 for Jailhouse Rock. Oh, oh I, I, I know one. Okay. Uh, Bert from Sesame Street. Very true. Yeah. Lucy from the Peanuts comic strip. And Woody Allen has worn saddle shoes for decades. Oh, uh, I, 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 okay. <laughs> I, I like Bert and I like Lucy. <laughs> and heck, I liked Jailhouse Rock. I think it was a, a spiffy movie and a good song. I do not think these are fantabulous, though. I think they are, as long as I don't have to wear them. Okay. I mean, I think they're pretty to look at, especially in conjunction with the poodle skirt, but I don't want to wear them. I don't think you would look right with saddle shoes. And as wide as your foot <laughs> tends to be, they would hurt you something fierce. Yes, I have a wide foot. So we disagree, but let's move on anyway. Let us... All right, Carrie's got some fantabulous trivia just for me and you guys. <laughs> but you guys are going to get spoilers. Can you give three other names for Converse All-Stars? Uh, Chucks. Mm -hmm. Charles Taylors. Or Charles, Ta Charles Taylor All-Stars. Or Chuck Taylor All-Stars. Um, high Tops. Mm-mm. Mm -mm, on like all of them? Or? No, no. You got Chucks and you got the Chuck Taylor All-Stars, even though you want to give him his formal name of Charles. Whatever. <laughs> well, his name is Charles. Uh, yes, he calls himself Chuck, but just because you're calling yourself Bart doesn't mean your name isn't Bartholomew. I mean, it's just what it is. Okay. That's why I said I'd give it to you, even though you gave him okay, the formal. So what is the third one? What am I missing? Uh, converses and cons and all stars. Oh, really? But y you had hey. them all there. In all right, never mind. All right, so I got two out of three, and as uh, Meatloaf says, that ain't bad. <laughs> so two out of three is that a winning score, Carrie? Sure. Yay! You know we're gonna get going in a little bit for you guys, but before we do, Melta. Ha-ha! Yes, we've got a letter. I wonder who it's from. It is from Jason Triviola. Trivi yeah, Triviola from Copaig. Oh, from Long Island. Even though it says New York, I know it's Long Island because I grew up there. Uh, he wrote into Fadtabulous at RogueIntel.com. He said, hey, guys, I actually grew up next to the Johnny Allweather drive-in, and it was a blast. Oh, uh, yeah, we talked about that last week on the show. 
Oh, I'm so jealous. Me too. Uh, uh, he said, it was a weekend tradition in my family to go see a movie in the family Ford LTD. Wow, they used to make cop cars out of those things. He completes his email by saying, it was such a shame that they closed down in the 80s. Love the show, especially Carrie. Uh-oh, Aww. you've got a fan. And that's special. <laughs> well, thank you, Jason, for writing in. If you want to be cool like Jason, email fadtabulous at rogueintel.com. Hey, Carrie, what is going on on the network this week? Well, the slackers at Prime didn't release a show this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it happens. But we've been assured that next week, not only will they have a show, but they'll include another edition of Stump the Chump. Yeah, Stump the Chump is a good time. It is a game that we like to play on Prime, where uh, we, we try to test each other's knowledge of pop culture. Say that three times fast. No, thank you. And since the slackers didn't put out an episode, why don't you head over and check out the latest episode of Round Trip, where Kim and Renee talk about traveling solo. I actually listened to Round Trip, and it was a good old time. Very cool. Next week, we're also going to be having a good old time. We're taking the fat out of the show. Oh, you're kicking me off the show? <laughs> you hush, woman. <laughs> You've been listening to Fadtabulous, a proud member of the Rogintel podcast family. Head over to Fadtabulous.com to subscribe and interact, and head over to Rogintel.com slash Amazon to support our network every time you shop. Fadtabulous was created by Amy Domestico in cooperation with Rogintel. This podcast was recorded in front of a live canine audience. <laughs>